Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah! Or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Stands for total. T- 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 stands for uh, pretty good wrestling. Oh, oh there's PGW's an actual fucking promotion. Never mind. <laughs> What's PGW? Pro, like Pro Gorilla Wrestling. Oh yeah, that's right. It's like one of the bigger indies. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> CWFP Nation. It's Cam and Jory back with a a mini sode of sorts because we watched a. M- Mini paper. It's not really a mini pay per view. <laughs> this is this is the length a pay per view should be. But we watch WWE, so we're chained to our love seats for five hours one Sunday every month. Um, but yeah, we watched Slammiversary. What Slammiversary was this? Eleven, sixteen. 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 I don't know. Sixteen years of TNA. No. Well, I think it's is it longer? No, TNA was like. Oh, after WC- it was like right after WCW it, collapsed. Uh, maybe they did it as NWA for a little bit, and then it was... I'm I don't know. sure. Well, at least it's 16 years of Slammiversary, and we watched the 16th Slammiversary. And you yeah. know what? Are you ready for an early hyperbole? It was the second best pay-per-view I've watched this year. It <laughs> absolutely was. Obviously, we don't watch... A lot of indie shows. We don't watch the uh, New Japan pay-per-views. We just watch them on Access TV, not not sponsored by Access TV. I wish, um, but... <laughs> but, uh... Slammiversary was, comes in second. The only one better in my mind is Royal Rumble. Yeah. I mean, That's hard to beat. Yeah. We're talking about Slammiversary. Yep, Slammiversary. So how did Slammiversary start? It started with a, a four-way. Oh, the four-way that Rich Swan didn't get to be a part of. Yeah, it was basically like, hey, we have cruiserweights as well. Yeah. R- it, Rich Swan got replaced by the most pathetically named person. Petey. Petey Williams? I just, the, it's the Petey part. Just be called Pete Williams. Pete Williams or, or Peter Williams. Peter Williams would sound way more intimidating than Petey. He probably got called Petey as a child because mm-hmm. of his stature. And just stuck with it, but... Petey Williams would be a good name if he was, like, 80s height of WWF. Yeah. But Petey Williams sounds like the, like... One, a show like The Simpsons can't say that they're reading Archie comics, so they're reading Petey comics. (laughs) Petey Williams just sounds like an overly, like... Puritanical do goody two shoes type person. Fuck. Well, I mean, 
He is the uh, Archie of Canada, so, <laughs> from what I've heard. Well, Petey Williams replaced injured Rich Swan, and yeah, he got a concussion earlier that week. Yeah, at an indie show. Yeah, I don't think. Hmm, I don't think I would do. I would be very nervous for a pay per view. This is just someone who hasn't wrestled, so yeah. I probably wouldn't take indie bookings. But you gotta pay the bills. Yeah, that's you got you got you got to pay the bills. I get it. Um, so yeah, we had Petey Williams versus Phoenix versus Johnny Impact. Also John Morrison, also Johnny Mundo of Lucha Underground, hmm. versus Taji Ishimori yeah. of the Bullet Club. <laughs> this was like going in. This the, was like the top skull three. Soldier, yeah, Skull Warrior, so one of cool. those two. Yeah, so cool. Ishimori, <laughs> so cool. I'm very glad he was at this pay per view, even if he didn't do much in the match. He really yeah. didn't. <laughs> he he was there for a couple of wrestling spots, and the rest was just him laying outside the ring. Yeah. Um, you got anything on this? Um, I feel like cruiserweight stuff works better if you don't have, like, the stupid camera angles that WWE does a lot. Yeah. Because Impact, they do, like, they have, like, basic roaming cameras, and they have, like, a basic just all-ring camera and everything, and it's fine. Yeah. Especially when you have people who do crazy stuff, you don't need, like, an under-the-post angle of him flipping or anything. Yeah, and you don't need the zoom. Eth- the, the zoom effect is what I'm really... The under the post and like sort of newer camera quote newer camera angles that they're doing, I don't like them. But my problem is the zoom. Yeah. The zoom t- the zoom actually is meant to add to the impact, but it takes away. It's the weirdest fucking thing. I don't need the zoom. It's dumb. But yeah, um, that's a big thing watching this and watching NXT and New Japan. Just like static cameras. Yeah. Like it just it works. You don't need to do anything fancy. I guess for kids. I don't even know if, if kids need that. Well, I mean, maybe it is makes it, it seem more like it's oh, it's so powerful, it's shaking the arena. If you're like a dumb kid or something. Oh, is it, is it the only way to get get the kid away from playing Fortnite on his phone? Is if the camera's changing every yeah. two seconds? Yeah. Well, what's what spot was that recently where like Bobby Roode was being beaten up by like Samoa Joe and someone else, and it there was a guy on the left and a guy on the right, and literally every time the it would the clock would tick a second, it would change between the left and. That was nauseating. <laughs> anyway, we're t- we swear we're talking about Impact Wrestling, but yeah. get your camera work together, WWE. Um, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, John Morrison won. I mean, <laughs> I wanted Ishimori to win, but <laughs> he's not gonna. He's not going to win. Yeah, probably yeah. Phoenix or or Impact won. Maybe it was meant for Rich to win, and then because he needs momentum, he's new. Probably. Yeah, that would have made sense. But uh, yeah, okay match. Yeah. Okay cruiserweight match. It was it was it was pretty good. I like John Morrison, so even though I didn't know that was John Morrison for half the match until they said it, I was like, "Who the <laughs> fuck is this guy?" Um, John Morrison is a really generic sounding name too. Yeah. He's he's the protagonist of uh, <laughs> 2011's least played first person shooter released by a third party studio no one knows. Released by uh, by Nordic and Rebellion. <laughs> Oof. Video game jokes. <laughs> um, yeah. I like I like Johnny Mundo the best because Lucha Underground's cool. We need to watch Lucha Underground. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, next, Jory and I marked the fuck out because it was Tessa Blanchard versus Allie. They're both really good. They're, they're both good, yeah. Um, I don't want to critique because obviously, like, armchair casual wrestling fan, but Allie has that thing. I think I'm figuring it out. 
It's the same thing Peyton has and Billy has too. I think when they're taller, it just looks like they move slower to me. That might be part of it. I don't think they're actually moving slower, but Allie was, she was actually moving quickly, but in my mind, I was like, why does she look so slow? Yeah. I think it's just because they're taller. That makes... Also, it, it, it feels like it's not as much with the Iconics, but with Allie, it doesn't look like she's dressed to wrestle. She's wearing like a like a cut a shirt that's the sleeves yeah, that's, are cut off and new. leggings. That's new because at at uh, the at the WrestleCon, the weekend of WrestleMania, yeah, she was definitely wearing like gear. Yeah. So I don't know why that's happening. Maybe she's hurt. Maybe uh, it's just to add like a more personable thing to her. Yeah. I th- if if you're not as familiar, she's basically just impacts Bailey. With a with with a diva icons or <laughs> is Bailey WWE's Allie? No, <laughs> for sure Bailey's been with WWE a lot longer than Allie's been with Impact. How long have you been with Impact? Like a couple years. Oh, okay. I know her. I was looking stuff up about her contract because apparently it's up in the air. So maybe May Young Classic. Stop. <laughs> but Mark I guess her her husband her and her husband joined at like the same time like Who's a your year, year or two ago. I'm not sure. He does like a bunch of indie stuff too. Hmm. Okay. And then Tessa Blanchard just signed like a multi-year contract, which is nuts because you you would think that this was just probably like a stepping stone to NXT. Yeah. But a, a multi-year gives her an opportunity to like have good matches, have a have a path that makes sense to the Knockouts Championship, win it, have a good reign, and then leave on a high note. To probably like a May Young Classic again yeah. to win and then sign a big contract. And she can have a little bit. Uh, she's had like plenty of uh, like kind of camera wrestling time, I imagine. Yeah, she, but still like to have more to make sure you have like a comfortable yeah. seat in NXT. I, I can imagine Triple H knows better. Yeah. But. She, she was she had one match in the May Young Classic last year. She mm-hmm. lost to Kyrie Sane in the first round. Oh, well, she's... <laughs> and um, the first time I ever saw Tessa Blanchard was Wrestle Circus on Twitch. Oh. She beat, um, I think maybe it was Sammy Callahan? Oh! I think it was <laughs> Sammy Callahan was just like, women can't beat up men! And she was basically their intercontinental champion, and then mm. she came out and threw him around that, like, MMA gym for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Pinned him, so... Damn. Yeah, Tessa's cool. Um, Tessa won, which makes sense. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good match. We're we're just both Tessa marks, so... Yeah. It's the, the low card. There weren't any real stakes here. Yeah. Um, side note, when her music hits, I get goosebumps. It's pretty good. It's, yeah, I like... It has that weird, like, Mandy feeling about yeah. it at first and then it just turns into cardi b yelling basically <laughs> so that's cool but a- ally needs uh ally needs new music her the i think the issue with her music is it's too simplistic yeah. it sounds like nick jr cartoon opening <laughs> it just has like no like anything to it yeah where yeah. like sue, sue young comes out second usually because oh, no. that's that's like the best oh no but like you have, like, Tessa Blanchard come out, and then you have Allie's music hit, and it feels like someone in the arena turned the volume down before her music <laughs> hit, because it's so, like, soft. and Yeah. Um, Tessa could take her music to NXT. You <laughs> literally can't do that, but I would really prefer if Tessa <laughs> and Sue both took their music to NXT when they go there. If they go there, I'm guessing they will. 
Um, but yeah, I agree. You you really can't hear Ali's music. Yeah, you, you can hear like the weird like Mario sp- Sonic springboard bounce sound effects that that are in there. God, it's a but... bad theme. It's a real bad theme. <laughs> it just has like no weight to it. Yeah. Like I don't think even back in the women aren't people era of re- of WWE. The women didn't have that bad of entrances. At worst, they have, like, Lana's, like, weird jazz sultry music that's also weird. But still better than that. Yeah, and that theme starts weird, Lana's, but gets good. Yeah. Pretty good showing out of two good superstars. Two good knockouts. Can we call them knockouts on this podcast? Yeah. That's our division. Yeah, it's, it's, we've mentioned it before, but it's only, like, a half offensive. It's like a tongue-in-cheek like joke. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's a little diva like, feels like diva is just completely like almost degrading. Yeah, knockout is like, hey, they're hot and they can beat the shit out of you. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no like nice way to form diva because diva is never isn't like a positive word. Yeah, diva's like you're over the top. Yeah. You're way too extra. Yeah. I just said extra on CWFP. <laughs> Good. Oops. <laughs> Please don't edit that out. Um. <laughs> Next, we had a House of Hardcore match. Shout out to Philadelphia. Um, Eddie Edwards versus Tommy Dreamer because Tommy Dreamer stopped Eddie Edwards from killing Sammy Callahan, who said something about Eddie Edwards' wife. I, this would have been better if we'd been watching Impact for like the last two years. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We would have known what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I, even from the the uh, the recap they showed us, I still was just kind of like, okay, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's something we probably needed like longer context for. Yeah, it probably made it a little bit better, but it wasn't that hardcore of a match. Um, no, actually, the tag match was more hardcore. The tag match, match was, was more hardcore. The uh, mask versus hair match was more, was more hardcore. Yeah, this was not. And I mean, how much of that is Tommy Dreamer going, hey, hold on. I've done this shit a lot. I don't want to do this again. Like, I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. Please, no no tax tonight. <laughs> and it's probably also, like, uh, just... I can imagine they want to save, like, the crazier shit for higher up on the card. Yeah, that makes sense too. Just like someone telling whoever books Impact, going like, tone it down because we got two more hardcore things coming. Up. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I I don't I don't think I expected Tommy Dreamer to win. No, I didn't either. I don't know anything about Eddie Edwards, but why would Tommy Dreamer win a match in 2018? Yeah. Like that's mean to say, but he knows the score. Like yeah. you're older, you put people over. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. I don't remember... There was a staple gun. Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> there was something I wanted to talk about, and I could not exactly remember, because I, I, it was the night of the pay-per-view. <laughs> um, I don't think... They were, like, fighting over a staple gun for, like... Five minutes? Yeah, like five, <laughs> five minutes. minutes. Yeah. And in the end, Tommy Dreamer stapled Eddie Edwards' forehead, but I don't think he actually did, because there wasn't any blood. There was some afterward. Not, not enough to make there me was, believe. So, I imagine it's it's possible that Eddie Edwards used a blood pack and then Tommy Dreamer actually got stapled because Tommy Dreamer bled a lot when it was used on him. <laughs> so, not a ton. We're not talking Cena a lot. But yeah. 
It was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but Eddie Edwards won. Yeah. Which, yeah. There's also a table that was set on fire. That wasn't even set on fire. They oh, spilled. bullshit. Yeah, that was... They sprayed the lighter fluid on there. And did you notice in, like... Dr. Evil, Evil lighter fluid. <laughs> did you, um... Notice that during like the I noticed it during the uh, next match that there's still like lighter fluid stains on the mat. Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a hardcore match. I don't know. It was you okay. Got people fighting with weapons. Yeah. At one point, Tommy Dreamer grabbed the ECW belt and hit from hit, a fan. Yeah, from yeah. a fan and hit him with it. That was very good. Yeah. Which that probably made him feel good. I hope that fan got his belt signed by Tommy Dreamer. Me too. That would be a sick he, piece to he have. He looked younger than us, too, so that's probably all... He probably was, like, five years old in, like, 2006 or something. And he was, yeah, and watching e, uh, ECWWE. That, going, like, this was this is sick, and then his older brother's like, hey, bro, you want VHS? Or, or, like, he's... He, his, his, I, this, is, this is us... This is me being mean, but a stoner older brother who's, like, mid-20s. <laughs> when he, or, like, early 20s when he... He's really young. He walks into his room and he's still playing PS1, even though PS3 just came out. He's just <laughs> playing the ECW game on PS1. Yeah. He just watches his brother play that. Hey, did Sabu beat John Cena? And his brother, like, laughs at him. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. But, yeah, and it's a callback to ECW when people just bring shit to canned wrestlers and they just hit people with it. Yeah. <laughs> What is that crazy thing you always tell me about that was used? I, I, they're like, on the Monday Night Wars thing, they're talking about, I was like, someone brought a Nintendo yeah, once. Yeah. And it's like a clip of yeah. Tommy Dreamer taking an NES and just smacking it across <laughs> like Sandman's face or something. <laughs> I, did he give the guy the NES back? It was like busted. Oh. I bet that's like mid-90s when those things are probably like $20 at pawn shops at that point. I bet the person who cleaned the ring after that or whatever took it home and I bet it worked and I bet he still fucking has it. <laughs> yeah, this NES smacked across Sandman's face and his like six-year-old niece is playing Super Mario Brothers 3 going, how does, where, when do I play Fortnite on this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if hardcore, I don't know if specifically hardcore matches are for me. I don't think so. I watched House of Hardcore for like a month and I was just like, eh. I feel like if you call it, I feel like when you're calling it House of Hardcore or Hardcore, you need to bring the crazy bullshit or else. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons <laughs> I stopped watching House of Hardcore. Make wrestling, uh, what is it called? What Violent is it? Is again. It? I don't remember what it was, but it was, I remember it was a MAGA parody on Tommy Dreamer's shirt. Yeah. Well, Tommy Dreamer is a good wrestling name. I have to mention that. Yeah, it always was, <laughs> and Tommy Dreamer felt like. This is this is the stupidest way to say this, but listening to my sister talk about ECW as a kid and not being allowed to watch it, and then like hearing announcers on WWE after the acquisition say it, yeah. Tommy Dreamer was like Hero Brian to me as a kid. <laughs> like I couldn't, I didn't think he was fucking real. And then he just ran out one time to like no music during a hardcore match and started beating the shit out of people, and I was like, Oh my god, it's him. he's fucking real. Yeah. So, yeah, my sister loved Tommy Dreamer. I think she just thought he was hot. So, I mean, before, before he became, before he got that dad bod face, he's yeah. pretty all right looking guy. Yeah, that's true. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we got our first title match. Hooray! 
For the X Division title, we have champion Matt Seidel versus challenger Swolverine Brian Cage. Really good match. It was a very good match. It was one of the best matches I've seen all year. That's also a good title name. The X Division. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> X Div- I'm not even sure why it's called the X Division. I imagine it's because they're the X Factor. of. Di- I think I've heard one of the announcers say that while watching huh. Impact on Twitch. They're the X Factor of TNA. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Brian Cage fucking rules, and Matt Seidel's a good wrestler, but his gimmick is not great. Yeah. There's a guy who used to do that like hippie gimmick in NXT back in like 2012, 13. Yeah. I think he wrestles in Japan now, in like New Japan. But he used to like, he used to full on like shaggy, like <laughs> man, I'm just here for matches, and that's what Matt Seidel reminds me of. But Matt Seidel's like a subtle version of it. That guy's like prematurely making fun of Matt Seidel. I'll have I to show. Like, this I feel like I could. I I'd appreciate it more if it was like over the top. More so. It was embarrassing. Because it'd be like kind of funny, but with Matt Seidel, it's like it hurts because there's people who are unironically like this. Yeah, that's true. In like real actual life. Yeah. Talking about his third eye and. Remember the guy covering his forehead when Seidel came out? (laughs) That's very funny. (laughs) Brian Cage hurt him. (laughs) Brian Cage is fucking cool. I'm going to. There are there are a lot of performers in Impact that I am a mark for, so that's okay. They'll be with the, they'll be uh, squandered in two oh, years stop. on a different promotion. Stop! <laughs> not not in the promotion they'll go to directly. In four <laughs> years they'll be squandered. Brian Cage doing a comedy thing with Sami Zayn, and everyone's just like, Brian, "Who is he?" Brian Cage and Lars Sullivan at doing a spelling bee for for the. Uh, Intercontinental title. Stop. <laughs> I know Vince listens to us, and he just got hard. He just got hard. Yeah, this is like this is his scouting homework. Is all right. Let's see who these losers think I should hire. He doesn't. He doesn't think. He doesn't know that we're joking. <laughs> he just. He doesn't know that the spelling bee is a joke. The only way that's cool is if Finn Balor coup de gras <laughs> Lars Sullivan in the head off the top of the Titantron during the fucking spelling bee. Anyway. <laughs> I like to <laughs> Vince as soon as he hears spelling bee, he takes off his headphones as it's still playing and like writes it down and sends some emails and puts it back on and get gets back to this point where we're not talking about him anymore. Yeah, he doesn't even pause it. <laughs> what does Vince listen to us on? Probably Apple. He has, Probably a, he has like... a direct RSS feed. Holy shit. We're on Google Play now, so he just he just download it just auto downloads for him into yeah his he has audio an RSS files. feed of every single wrestling podcast holy shit <laughs> I believe that um, except for a uh, Colt Cabana mm. yeah. <laughs> um Rip. yeah uh, the, Brian Cage is a monster but in a cool way y- yeah that's what I mean is like I always compare Brian Cage and Lars Sullivan but Brian Cage has a better physique and a better gimmick I think. Because when you're that fucking cut and that big, your gimmick doesn't need to be anything other than I hurt people bad. Yeah. Your gimmick doesn't need to be I hurt people and I have a big brain. Big muscles, big brain. Like, And, and the gimmick doesn't isn't even anything other than, than Lars Sullivan saying big ass. He says $5 words in the middle of promos. Like, 
okay. I would believe it more if it cut to, like, a backstage segment and he's wearing, like, a lab coat and he's fucking <laughs> swirling around beakers and he's like, I'm concocting a way to beat Ricochet. Like, that would make more sense to me. But he's just like, oh, he said verbatim. Good. Like, mm. <laughs> it, I, I feel, I think at one point they've compared him to, like, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, and that doesn't work because he's just the same guy all yeah, the time. If he was wearing like suits and like it, it was like seriously like the Hulk, like yeah. Banner and just like and just like talked really quietly like so, like like a Bobby Lashley voice and used the big words and was very like super articulate and perfect grammar and then he gets slapped and he rips the whole fucking suit off and he's just there in his trunks and just yeah. destroys Ricochet, sure. Just big sweaty hairy man using big words like. Anyway, done uh, shitting on Brian Cage uh, beating Matt Sedell's is good. Yeah. Because it's um. Matt Sedell's like a woke bro who's like obnoxious and stuff. Yeah. And it, he's someone who thinks he's better than Jocks. And when he talked to him, he was like, "Yeah, dude, I lo- I I kind of like Fortnite and Overwatch, <laughs> but you know what I'm playing instead? What?" I'm I'm playing th- this Japanese import on on uh, my p- on on my PS4 and like okay, Destiny Two looks fun and all. Trust me, I love the aesthetic Bungie presents, but I'm just too deep into Darkest Dungeon right now. And 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 then you go to you go to talk to Brian Cage and you like high fives you and he's like, wasn't that wasn't that victory royale we got last week? Fuck cool, bro. And you're like yeah. yeah. And then he's like, hey, want to get some beers and watch RoboCop 2 tonight? And you're like, yes, Brian Cage, yes I do. If we could watch the first one first. Yeah. <laughs> and then you you walk into his apartment and he drill claws you through the fucking... <laughs> That's another thing. Drill Claw has to be a name in a Marvel vs. Capcom game for a Wolverine move. So it's so fucking sick, dude. Brian Cage fucking rules. It's just, I, I love... I. I, I wish media. It's gonna be like twenty years before we get anything like it, but I, w- I, I I'm excited for the day when we get more media that's dumb nerds and guys who think they're better than everyone aren't as bad as are worse than the people they think they're yeah, better than. We're at least ten years away from yeah. shit like that. But but this is the start. Anyway. Yeah, it was good, <laughs> and they didn't cut like. Because they don't have to force everyone to get behind something in a month. Because they've got the monthly pay-per-view. Yeah. We didn't have to watch just they one guy wrestles lower card guys and then cuts a promo for four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the cool thing about it. Um... We, we got like we got an interim like mini feud before it with Brian Cage and Congo Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Seidel... Enacted his rematch clause for the next taping. Mm. I obviously didn't look up the results because we can just watch that. I think it records today. Yeah, recording right now as we record this. Okay, so we can just probably maybe watch that when we're done. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I hope that Brian Cage retained slash retains. So. Yeah. X Division's cool. Um, I like Brian Cage. Match was good. Yeah. Uh, Impact, like the main event, we'll talk about that. Um, Impact does little versus small very well. Yeah. They, they don't. There's there's no like thing required. Like in WWE, like Kevin Owens will eh, hit 
Braun in the chest, and he'll go, <laughs> they just fucking wrestle. It doesn't matter how big or small they are. And it works, so. Um, anyway, Impact Knockouts Championship match. Champions Too Young versus um, veteran Madison Rain. Instead of actually talking about the match, let's just talk about how cool Sue Young Su- is. Because this is probably the worst match on the card. It, 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 it actually was. I would say this or the first match, the Cruiserweight match. That one wasn't bad. Yeah. This one was... It wasn't believable because it was like... It was like if a year ago, Kurt Angle was like, I'm going to beat um, AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. No, you're not. This is a, this is a fine program, but you're not going to beat him. Like if uh, Mickey James was on SmackDown, it's like you know what, Charlotte? Yeah, that belt belongs to me. Yeah, see, that's not that's not even getting remotely happen. Or, or be- because I'm gonna be extra mean. It's like if Maurice didn't get pregnant, it was like you know what, Alexa, you know what, Charlotte, that belt's mine. Yeah, like you're not getting that, Maurice. Yeah, exactly. I'd say Lana, but she can wrestle better than Lana. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the sleeping dog next to my feet could probably... Oh, that was mean. <laughs> Cut that out. That was Rusev. There's a Dollar General like two blocks oh, away. shit. Shit. <laughs> fuck, they're coming. <laughs> uh, you hear the fucking weird horns <laughs> in the driveway. All right. Um, so, I said this. More, time for more hyperbole. This is the hyperbole episode. Sue Young is female Undertaker. Yeah. And it's fucking great. Watching her entrance when her music hits. Is there is there a wrestler like that for you currently where the music hits and the and the theatrics start and you just get goosebumps everywhere? Because that happens to me with probably eight wrestlers. Mm. And Sue Young is one of them. <laughs> it's so good. She came out in a fucking coffin. Yeah. Holy shit. That is incredible. And her... I imagine being her like bride, her undead bridesmaids is probably a sweet gig too. Yeah, because you're probably getting an amount of training. Yeah, and you get to be around the business and understand it, and you're hanging out with the champion. Yeah, so uh, it's probably what it's like being like a ro- a rosebud was. Yeah, because because and they were all a lot of them were pretty successful. All Ron, of them. Becky. Yeah. Um. There was uh, someone. Simon Gotch. Yeah, there's someone who's in Impact now. Yeah, there's like I, I'm pretty sure like almost everyone of like the older NXT people that are on now used to be a Rosebud. Yeah, who <laughs> was were... it? There were the three guys from uh, WrestleMania who carried Charlotte out. Oh, that's Tino Sabatelli, Riddick Moss, and I can't remember who the last guy hmm. last guy was. But yeah, they're probably gonna be. I mean, Tino Sabatelli, he has Vin, the Vince body, <laughs> like six five, three hundred pounds of pure muscle. Vince is probably salivating over him, but yeah, I mean, being one of these like uh, gimmick extras, it's probably yeah. it's probably really cool. And probably a little bit better than just being like the local jobber. Yeah, it's probably be better than like show up with your attire tonight. We might need you to fill in in case something happens. Yeah, nothing happens, and you just <laughs> sit at a taping for five hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, her finisher, the glove. It's a lot like Sako. Yeah, except it's not. Instead of it being a like, silly thing, it's yeah. just like what is on. It's like blood. It's like yeah. she killed people. It's like blood and dirt and, and dead stuff. And then after she pulled it out oh of Madison Rain's mouth, she, she put she, it into hers. Yeah, yeah. 
she's like on. seductively like excellent like a serial killer excellent i don't know how anybody could get mad at this so isn't it wild that sue young used her undead magic to put uh, madison rain in the same forest that tommy dream that uh <laughs> tommy dreamer and Eddie edwards and Sammy callahan were yeah in. The, if the the magical forest, also known as a couple blocks away from the impact zone. <laughs> is, is there is, is there any big wrestling personalities that are still attached to TNA? Um, because I I I heard recently from a friend of mine, like when I was tweeting about this match, he's like, oh, I was talking about the Pentagon match, and he's like, wow, that sounds good. I've heard they they've improved since they got rid of like all the old owners. Oh, I don't yeah, see. Like, I don't think Jeff Jarrett's involved anymore. Yeah. I think the biggest person left is Dixie Carter, mm. and she used to be like on screen, not like Vince, just kind of yeah. like I want to make this good wrestling for you guys. And um, yeah, she's not really. She, I haven't seen her on screen, and I've been watching Impact for probably like mm, sparingly watching it since like April or March. Mm. So yeah, um, yeah, it's. It's it's good. Like 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 we said, watching it, the weekly show is not great. It has a lot to do with the production quality stuff. Yeah. But the wrestling is good. There, there's just stuff that I don't like about it, like Gretto. Like I don't yeah. Greedo, not the Star Wars guy, the fat guy with the cheating yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, like that's yeah. I don't need that. That's like that's like WWE deep and ruthless aggression. Two thousand seven. They're like they're, they're like not serious gimmicky stuff is. Like, fast forward worthy. Instead of it just being like floundered, it's just please make it stop. Yeah, and I'm sure to people listening, it's like, oh, they're grumpy. They just don't like comedy. But you can do comedy well. Kevin Owens does it every week. You can do comedy well while the character is still serious. The character doesn't have to be like fart noises for their music playing (laughs) while they slap their fat belly. And jiggle their man tits. Like, you don't have to... Oh, his wife is getting fucked by his friend! It's like, okay. Like, I don't... It, what? I'm gonna go to sleep now, Jory. Wake me up when this segment's over. Like, it's fucking stupid. Like, I'm sorry. I, I get it. It's, it's funny, and there's an audience for it, but... You can do things that are funny like that, but you can do them in a better manner. So that's, like, the only thing I don't like about Impact, honestly. Like, yeah. Just the, that Gr- Greedo, sorry. Buddy. I don't like him or the guy in the tag team who has like the football pads that are covered in LEDs. Oh yeah. I, I can never remember his name because I don't care enough. But yeah. his whole presentation is like, it makes me think of like in high school. If I was like, hey friends, you want to wrestle around in my backyard? And one kid took it too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, every time we see that guy, he reminds me of. Um, like an extra that gets their head blown apart in Turbo Kid or something like that's that's what he seems what, what, like. What me. he actually what he makes me think of is like for some even though I I never watched WCW as a kid I don't even think I knew exactly what it was outside of the <laughs> N sixty four game but for some reason when I imagine him I think like oh he was the guy in WCW. <laughs> There were definitely people like that in WCW. The only reason I can maybe think of like maybe it's because he just reminds me of fucking. The Sub-Zero guy. Oh, uh, Frost? Was that his name? I don't remember. It was something bad. Tundra? I don't know, something really Who bad. the fuck let Bischoff and whoever else booked do this? 
They was were... Dusty Rhodes still booking at this time? This was like... It, it, this was like when they were winning, too, when they premiered him. Oh, so you gotta stay ahead by ripping off Ed Boon. Yeah. Okay. And they had like 70 different characters planned for the whole fucking thing. So what is... Who's this for? Is for the kid? So during Bash at the Beach 97, there can be a Mortal Kombat Battle Royale? <laughs> yeah! And there's one kid going, yeah, video game! I'm pretty sure that... And then and then number 30, it's it goes, bang, and then bump, 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 and Mario comes out <laughs> and eliminates all... Like, who the fuck is that for? That's so ridiculous. I think, what I've, like, when I've talked about it on the network and stuff, I'm pretty sure they've always bought, like... Yeah, this guy saw Mortal Kombat was popular and sold him on it because he has, like, a two, three-minute entrance with, like, fake snow, a laser show, and his suit was, like, 75 $100,000. <laughs> it's basically, like, the only way to make money is to spend money. That's WCW. Yeah. yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah, Sue Young's cool. We were talking about the Knockouts Championship. Sue, Sue Young is great. Sue Young, I'm gonna. I, I think her Twitter is primarily for promotion stuff because the character Sue Young would not use a fucking smartphone. <laughs> but um, I want, I want to, I want to tell her on Twitter that she's the best thing in women's wrestling in the whole world <laughs> right now. Just absolutely incredible. Impact World Tag Team Championship, a 5150 street fight? I didn't know it was called that when we yeah. watched it. Okay. Yeah, 5150 street fight. What's 5150? Is that like a block in Brooklyn? Or? Probably. Okay. Not in Brooklyn, like LA. Well, I mean, the new guys are from like New York, kind of, right? That's what it feels like. Puerto Rican people don't live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Against, it was basically LAX versus old LAX. Yeah. The OGs. And boy, this sure answered a lot of questions. Like, why doesn't LAX wrestle? <laughs> oh, it's because they have to recover from their seven-star yeah. match they put on four yeah. months ago. No, no wonder they always just have broads, air quotes, because <laughs> that's what they call them on Impact, because TVPG, while they're playing uh, poker or dominoes or whatever it is they're playing and drinking 40s in the locker room. Because... <laughs> They they kill themselves every time they're in the ring because this was a five star weapons match in my opinion. This was excellent. I don't, I don't think I, I I don't know if I expected this no, from I them at all. I didn't. They talked about this one other than Aries Moose. This was the most talked about match for a good reason. For and such a good and reason. going into it too with like the the OGs is what they were being called for yeah. it. It's like oh. They're kind of older, so it's just going to be like... It's it's partially like a nostalgia match. Nope. The MVP was Homicide. <laughs> Hom- homicide was fucking nuts. They they had four tables set up, one in every corner. Yeah. They had all sorts of shit. They... There was a tax spot, which I did not that, that was like the end, yeah. yeah. There was a, yeah. At, at one point, they had a bottle of fucking Drano... They were just gonna fucking murder. I don't know if it was Santana or Ortiz, but they they were gonna fucking pour Drano down one of their throats. That is, and that's like kind of hammy, but I like it in that setting. Like that's, I mean, a weapons match sets the like scary mood. Yeah, that you can kind of get away with. Yeah, because they're just harming each other, and it's just like they keep kicking out and they, they keep had, going through tables. Yeah. It's gotta end eventually. Just kill them, and it's over. <laughs> They had plenty of, of, like, weapons and trash cans are always good. 
Yeah, and those trash cans seemed a little thicker than the ones we used. That was a that was a much bigger thunk than we usually yeah. get. But uh, yeah, it was it was fantastic. Like I said, Homicide stole the fucking show. Uh, who was it? Was it? I don't know either of the specifics for the new LAX, but there was a spot where one of them jumped out of the ring through a table, uh, off one of the turnbuckles. Yeah. <laughs> just, just nuts, dude. Just nuts, like fucking, fucking fantastic. It's it's weird that this thing that's presented as like almost a joke, yeah, had this like weird, like dark, also backstory line going. Because wasn't it like LAX the 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 new LAX they had the old manager Conan, yeah, Conan, and then the new one had had the. The older LX, the OGs, they had the, like, new mean guy manager? Yeah, um... Fuck if I remember. I can't remember his yeah. name. Yeah. We're bad at this, but... <laughs> I mean, we've only been watching Impact for, like, a month, so... <laughs> um, but with the, the storytelling behind it, is it would work for, like, a gang movie. Yeah. And that's not me being racist. That's the way they <laughs> present themselves is as a gang. Yeah. And it's like that. I feel like that probably is a movie somewhere where like the there's new guys, there's newer guys, and one of them is kind of like the leader of them, and he's upset with the way things things are being handled. So he goes and gets like the older gang members who have kind of retired, and they kind of like fight. Yeah. While the new guys like the new like dad figure like. From like Conan's like Conan's like the the he 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 does it and he he's respectable for it. It's not a by any means necessary. While the other ones are just like we're in a it's it's the it's the point where gang movies always become like where gang storylines and a lot of stuff becomes goofy. Where one guy's just like I'm a super villain, yeah. but in a real life scenario. <laughs> Hey, we robbed the bank. Why do we need to blow it up afterwards? Exactly. <laughs> Shut up, Ortiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, Conan's cool. Yeah. I, I like Conan after the match um, when new LAX won. Old LAX had a moment where them and the new manager beat the shit out of Conan. Yeah. It was unfortunate. After one of them got a bunch of thumbtacks in his back. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah. He just he well, stood like, up like a minute and a half later. Yeah. Well, it's like I, I know how you do thumbtack spots. It's why they don't like scatter them out and stuff. It's the same reason you can see people walk on nails and stuff because if there's more, when you apply the pressure, it doesn't go in because it's like spread out. Yeah. But if it's like a single one, it's going to go. Yeah. It's the same reason why you get paper cuts. This is now a science podcast. Okay. Is because when there's a bunch of paper together, it's not going to cut you. There's but one, one sticking out, it gets yeah. like stiffened by everything in between it and it gets really sharp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Science behind wrestling. Science behind tax spots. It's the okay. same reason why you want like flimsy tables because it doesn't hurt as bad if you go through them. If you, if someone doesn't go through something when they're supposed to, it hurts more. Like if a ladder doesn't bend and they land on it, that hurts their back a lot more. So uh, tell that to the folks over at New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, that tables, table. Those are just real tables they go and buy at a fucking <laughs> IKEA in Tokyo. Yep. Um. Yeah, excellent match. New LAX retained their titles, but I 
think old LAX is going to be around. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. Seems like they're going to be around. Um, yeah, 5150 Street Fight. That was yeah. probably, in my opinion, the match of the night. I'd say so. Yeah, but that was... The next match, the mask versus hair match. was pretty good, too. It was pretty close, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, mask versus hair. Pentagon Jr. versus Sammy Callahan. If Pentagon wins, he has to shave Sammy Callahan's weird hair thing. Yeah. If Sammy Callahan wins, he gets to unmask Pentagon Jr. So we know who's going to win. He doesn't even care if he w- if he wins or not. He was trying to do it in the match. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it at a, a, a indie show like a couple weeks earlier. Yeah. Um, so let's quickly talk about OVE. Ohio versus everything. They could be cool. I think, yes. I think you need a harder state than Ohio. I think the idea is that Ohio is not, like, a cool place to be from. So, like, Ohio is... They're going to bring Ohio back and take on the world for in the name of Ohio. So I kind of get that. But at the same time... What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's probably better than, like, South Dakota versus everything. Yeah. yeah. M- maybe it'd be something better if they're, like, from a different country... Maybe I I, I kind of get it with the Ohio thing, because it's like it's like a national joke about Ohio, right? Like Ohio sucks, don't go to Ohio. Cleveland sucks, Cincinnati sucks, Akron sucks. Maybe if it was Detroit, Columbus. yeah, that like one Detroit. that one would make more sense to me <laughs> yeah. actually, yeah, because they're they're trying to come back, but yeah. Ohio just it's boring, like yeah, just gross and boring is, is think, the idea. Do you think that's why WWE was in Ohio this week? Is because Ohio versus everything? Yeah. Ohio versus WWE. Yeah, no one in Ohio versus anything could beat anyone on the main roster in Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, Callahan maybe. <laughs> Callahan could maybe beat James his, Ellsworth. He has to work his way up through uh, NXT to build his power level. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Pentagon Jr. is very fun to watch. He's, he's the man. Cero, I don't know how to say fear in Spanish. I don't know. The, I don't remember the catch. I forgot it halfway through saying it. Um, yeah. Pentagon Jr. J- dude. Seriously. It is so cool. The whole... Th- mass wrestlers can still be cool in 2018. When can we get Pentagon Jr. versus Aleister Black? Jesus Christ. <laughs> A 50-minute Iron Man match. 50-minute... <laughs> No disqualification. Um, well, I think they already are no disqualification. Before before the match, like you said, with Ohio versus everything, they're I, I think they're on to something there. Yeah. With like an anarchist kind of like yeah. group, it's just none of them sell it for me. Yeah, I, and I think that they'll probably get better at it. Um, maybe if they move promotions at some point in time, they'll they'll change the look a little bit. But yeah. I've. I feel like watching enough people move from Impact to NXT or wherever to NXT, their thing kind of stays the same. Like, their, yeah. what they wear and their whole, like, motivation and yeah. the gimmick, it usually stays mostly the same. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. There's just something about Ohio versus everything that's like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, this is kind of cool. But then I continue watching it, and I'm like, no. They, they'd, be, they'd be a perfect stable to have in, like... If they were willing to be like, hey, you guys, you want to have a month contract, you invade the the broadcast after the pay-per-view, and y- you wrestle at the pay-per-view, 
and you're done. That'd be a perfect thing to run in and have a feud with, like, the tag team champions yeah. or something. Like, not the Bludgeon Brothers, but, like... <laughs> well, I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers just make everything fucking... They bludgeon the fun out of everything. <laughs> but people who can talk, like like the New Day, Ohio versus everything, and the New Day would be good, because yeah. it'd be six-man natural match. And... Tornado tag, good promos. Yeah. But Sammy Callahan's good on the mic. Yeah. He's, he's good on the mic, so... Yeah. That'd, that'd be fun. Yeah. I think... In a world where that's possible, that's a good idea, but what we'll probably get is them signing with WWE and just being Undisputed Era 2 after Undisputed Era is gone. <laughs> after Undisputed Era has every single belt on Raw. Oh, God, please. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, <laughs> this this match, I don't think the stipulation is... Um, well, it doesn't mean anything for Sammy Callan, right? They tried to make it. They tried their hardest to sell it like it did, but and it did not. He doesn't not. have that much hair to begin with. If he had hair like me or something, that would make sense. Yeah. But he has Sammy Callahan little... He has, like, side, side undercuts, yeah. yeah. So, it's... But, I mean, it was something, and, you know, they went with it at least. Yeah. And it was a good match. Um, it wasn't exactly a street fight or like a no rules or extreme rules type thing, but they did say the rules were lax for the night. Okay. So that's why they were able to do uh, the scary things they did. Yeah. There was a tax spot in this too, wasn't there? Was no. There? No. Okay. He had. He had like. Big ol' fucking nails. Yes, the nails. That's what it was. Hammering the nails into Pentagon's head with the bat. Yeah. And then the ripped mask covered in blood. Yeah. That was good. That's that's a that's a good image to use for a video package. Yeah. It's very good. And Pentagon did it back in what looked like it was probably worse for Sammy Callahan. I would assume so, yeah. He, t- he took more of it. Sammy, like, ripped up the masks to, like... Expose the skin before he's like hammering it in with a baseball bat, mm. and Pentagon was doing it back, except it was it seemed more precise. Mm-hmm. He's getting more in, but he's just smacking that into uh, his his head. It was scary. Yeah, the nails—they're like railroad spikes. They're very. Scary. <laughs> they were big. Yeah, they're probably like ring spikes to like hold the ring together and like the turnbuckle and stuff. Uh, together, yeah, probably. it's probably some just equipment that they had extra for the ring or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, ultimately, Pentagon Junior. winning won. Pentagon Junior. won. Excuse me, and got to shave Sammy Callahan's weird little thing. But Sammy wasn't into it. But. He, he shaved his, his head, and then people were chanting to shave his beard, which would have been good, too. Yeah, that would have been insult to injury. I would have yeah. asked him. I would have been like, can I shave your beard right now? Yeah. Probably would have been fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, they had to have security come and fucking stop Sammy Callahan from escaping. And they had, like, pinned down all the members of OVE and watch. Sammy Callahan's crying. He's, oh, like, gross, snotty. Oh, mouth. yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, yeah, because Pentagon Jr. broke everyone's arms. Yeah. That was the thing where he, like, takes the arm and, like, pulls it back. And oh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. More arm submissions need to do that. <laughs> Especially because it, it, it was, like, a cool version of what Shayna Baszler does. <laughs> Anything is a cool version of what <laughs> Shayna Baszler does. Ouch. The not coquina clutch. <laughs> the not disarmor. <laughs> 
the this, not good promo. The, <laughs> <laughs> shit. But that weird stomp thing she does and it like breaks people's arms or puts them out of the socket. Like whatever. Who who is it who? A lot of people are better at doing that at least. Yeah, I know that. But like things that are like you're breaking something because to sell it too, the two guys in uh, Ohio versus everything who aren't Sammy Callahan had their arms like in their shirts. Oh yeah. Yeah, to like as like a sling. Well, yeah, and also one of those guys took an unprotected headshot with a chair. Yes, it was the dude in the red, right? Or was the other dude? It was one of them. He just took a chair right to his fucking face. I don't know if that was planned or not, but ouch. I hope it wasn't, because, um... That's a bad thing to plan. is not something you should plan for. Y- you know what they say about Benoit? He's the only person willing to take unprotected headshots in the back of the head. Was he really? Yes. He was willing to do that a lot. And you've heard you've heard about them talking about like how bad his brain was because of CTE, right? I guess like, like it's probably a little bit exaggerated. Like a seventy-year-old per person with like dementia or like Alzheimer's is how bad his CTE was. The the, cra- the craziest thing is that that's always discredited. Like <laughs> on Squared Circle, when I like mention CTE and stuff, people always yell at me and like they say like that's not a fucking excuse. Fuck you. We don't fucking talk about Benoit. And I'm like, okay, and then I'll check in like an hour later and I'll have like 30 down votes and the person will have like 70 up votes, so. I Something that needs to be talked about. Well, I guess not. Like, <laughs> it is, but I guess you're not allowed to. And Benoit was a perfectly healthy person who just lost it, I guess. I don't... Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Slammiversary. Yeah. We took an he- unprotected headshot with a chair. Ouch. Be careful. Ohio can't verse everything if. You're taking unprotected headshots. <laughs> don't end up like Maven. Yeah. Poor, poor Maven. Yeah, I don't know why I, knew, I didn't think Pentagon would lose, but yeah, it, it was it was just like uh, the Knockouts Championship. I don't, I'm not sure why. I think there's happen. a little bit more of a chance that Sammy Callahan could win, but I don't think uh, Impact is clamoring that bad to like unmask. Yeah, Pentagon's probably not going to unmask himself for Impact. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they know better than to even, like, ask. Almost certainly. They do. <laughs> Almost they're, they're not so desperate. They're, they're not, like, they're not Vince. Like, yeah. You've got to do anything to get people watching. Yeah. Uh, I believe that. <laughs> well, we come to the main event. Impact World Championship match. Champion Austin Aries versus Challenger Moose. Such a good wrestling match. Yeah. Moose does things that someone his size shouldn't be able to do. Um. The the spots on the outside were pretty good, but I mostly just like the energy of the match. Yeah, it was very high tempo. It was a solid like twenty five minutes of just good ass wrestling. Yeah. Uh. My favorite spot from the match was the moose spear that was reversed into that submission, because I thought instantly that was the end, which is pretty close to the end, but. Yeah, this this isn't a Roman Reigns match. Yeah. <laughs> the spear doesn't end it. Nope. No spears <laughs> here. I wonder if that was done on purpose. <laughs> Probably. Spears don't end matches and impact. I'm sure a spear is a good move to have for like a former football player because it's like, hey. A tackle. Yeah, you tackle him. Yeah. And because of football, it's, you're willing to believe that it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fumble the championship to me with, after the spear. Uh... 
I like how be behind Moose everybody was. Even though Austin Aries is heralded as one of the best wrestlers in the world right now, <laughs> they still went with the face, yeah. even though the face lost. Well, of course they did. Yeah. I mean, I knew Moose was not going to beat Austin yeah, Aries. Yeah, no. But the, the thing is, is you get matches like that where it's like Braun versus, imagine Braun versus like AJ Styles. You know, Braun's not going to win, but the match might not be good. Yeah. Moose was not going to win, but the match was fucking excellent. Yeah. And you believed multiple times during it, he could win. Holy shit, he's going to win. And they, they had a good angle for it, too. Like, the, the vague, like, sto uh, conflict in his Austin Aries is like, hey, I've been a wrestler for a while, and I'm, I'm the champion. And this guy thinks, oh, I'm bored with football. I'll do wrestling now. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Even though in all of Moose's promos, is like... Yeah, I've always wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought it was cool. Moose loves wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, to help add uh, gravitas to the match, they had a guy, an all, like an all-star player from the Toronto Blue Jays. Be Chris there. Granderson. Yeah, to yeah, have he... the belt. That, I think, might just be like... That's just put butts in seats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy... D'Angelo Williams endorses him the week before on Impact, obviously probably like a month ago at a taping. Yeah. And then Curtis Granderson comes out with the belt and is like, yeah, fuck you, Austin Aries. So. How dare you be mean to us real athletes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's probably, that, that'd be a good story angle, but I'm sure that's one they want to avoid yeah. because kayfabe, but that'd be a good angle. It's like. Yeah. You're not a real athlete. Yeah. I'm doing this because I have to, because NFL won't take me because of bullshit injuries. So I'll be the best at this. You can't be. I was born for this. The ending wasn't good. No, I mean, the, the 50 seconds before the last 10 seconds were great. I would have been fine if Moose tapped after the reversal. That would have that's a good ending right there. Yeah. But then they just go into like oh Moose with the small package roll up. Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, hit he, with the finisher. He, yeah, the 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 quick roll up that Moose should have big booted the back of his fucking head. I I will say it was impressive that he was that Austin Aries was able to like get Moose up for the yeah thing. yeah that because Moose is big he's like six seven yeah. like three hundred some pounds so he didn't hold him up like Bobby Lashley can do to people but uh, it's okay. still impressive that he can do it because yeah. considering this is someone who was on two oh five live <laughs> like that's yeah that's amazing no wonder he came to Impact if I was on two hundred five live, I'd go to Impact too. Especially when he left two hundred five live. Yeah, like, when I don't was... want a job, Denzo. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be in a Halloween street fight where I'm wearing a woman's dress. <laughs> I want to fucking wrestle, Vince. Well, too damn bad. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Dixie. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, that finisher is good, but I just think he should have Moose just should have tapped there. They should have done yeah. that for a little bit. Moose couldn't move, and then. Just tap. But th then you have to worry about kayfabe strength He's meters. A big guy. Yeah, so big guy probably shouldn't tap. Yeah. Maybe that was his request. Like, I don't want to tap. But, uh, yeah, d excellent match. Slammiversary was a five star pay per view, in my <laughs> opinion. I'm excited to watch. What's the next one? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know a thing about this. 
<laughs> Promotion. Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory. That's pretty good. There's name Re- too. Redemption Road, Bound for Glory, Slammiversary, and there's one other one that I'm forgetting that's a very good name. Hmm. Yeah, but Bound for Glory is going to be in. Those are good names to have when you only have four a year. Yeah, or five maybe. Yeah. Somewhere around that, yeah. Um, I know that Bound for Glory used to have a tournament. Hmm. It used to have like the last two rounds of a tournament in it. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, that's in October in New York. Oh, definitely, definitely gonna watch Bound for Glory. Should War. probably do that. Yeah. yeah, definitely gonna watch Bound for Glory. Um. So yeah, how do you feel about Impact Slammiversary sixteen? Pay per view is good. Pay per view is good. Weekly show is. Eh. I feel like if if I could cut out like promos. And Greedo? Characters I don't care about. Like yeah. Greedo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Impact would be it'd be, it'd be acceptable. Yeah. They, they, they took that out and condensed it to like an hour. Yeah, it being two hours is kind of what... Because what, what do they fill the, the other hour with? Just shit. Like. And also, I also get it because what the fuck else is there on Pop? There's, they put like 80s and 90s movies on there. Yeah, and yeah. Swedish Dicks. Swedish Dicks! I saw a trailer for that. It looks it, it commercial. It looks bad. <laughs> it, it it looks like a, a a joke in a TV show. Yeah. That they made it. It's like a Family Guy joke. Yeah. Hey Lois, you remember the time when this 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 and this? Hey Lois, remember the time I was a detective with a Swedish guy? <laughs> hey, we're Swedish and we're dicks. <laughs> Yeah, that's the hey, show. Hey, hey, Lois, remember when I was IWGP heavyweight champion? Burner! <laughs> R- fucking Peter walking down. That's gonna happen now that they're gonna be on Fox. <laughs> that's gonna fucking happen. Peter <sighs> Peter making fun of Roman Reigns? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Slammiversary was good. Yeah, pay-per-views are good. I kind of... I feel like maybe I'll be like those people who watch WWE and complain about it online. I'll watch just the pay-per-views, except I won't complain because that's stupid. I feel well, like it's part of the culture. Okay, let's move on from making fun of these people now. I don't want to make them too upset. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get watching just the pay-per-views. And be like, how does anyone watch this? And you are. <laughs> You're watching this. Here's the thing. I'll tell you. I don't understand. The same users on Squared Circle since No Mercy, my first pay-per-view back last september going this is so fucking bad and now they're back for extreme rules going this is so fucking bad and i'm like you've said this about the last like 10 pay-per-views why are you still paying for the network you fucking idiot how else is he gonna watch um florida wrestling like, one of the old, like, wrestling stuff that they have on there. Oh, okay. Actually, I doubt they'd like that, because, like, why isn't anyone talking? Probably. They just pay for $10 a month to watch WCW. That's that's fine. <laughs> to watch ECW. That would be worth it, too. Yeah. But. I mean, the thing is, is there's a lot of value in the network. You could literally pay the $10 a month and not watch current shit. Yeah. That's... Simon from What Culture talks about that all the time. He's like, we're in such a good age of wrestling, you can hate what's going on right now, and you don't even have to look at it, but you can still give WWE $10 a month, and they can see the metrics of you not watching current shit, and just watching, like, Raws from 98. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's what my mom does with it. Yeah. Like That's some... what I did the first month I had it. I, <laughs> I still didn't, the first month I had it, I still did not watch 
current shit. I was just <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm just going to yeah. fucking watch The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah. Anyway, we want to plug, or is this mini-sode? Yeah, I'll do it anyways. All right, you go ahead. I'm at Cam Home... Ha- Cam, no. Cam Homebone. Homeward Bone on Twitter. No, Cam Hambone on Twitter. I don't tweet. You can probably coerce a tweet out of me by tweeting at me. Yeah, if you tweet at him, he'll probably respond and be like, hey, don't be mean. Because hey. I feel like inviting people to tweet at us is like, fuck you, lol. You guys are Roman. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> um. Now I gotta plug 70 different things. Go, go right ahead. My Twitter... At no, I'm Jory on Twitter.com. Tweet about video games or dumb shit I remembered. Uh, <laughs> or just me being angry because Twitter memes are bad. Uh, I've been real recently. I've just been upset by everything I see in my Twitter timeline. Time to remake a new Twitter. No, it's just I'm, because Twitter allows you to mute like phrases. I can mute annoying shit like big dick energy because it doesn't mean anything. What does that supposed to, like... It'll, it'll you, be, like... You're energetic because you have a big dick? No, it's just, like, people who blank have big dick energy. I think it's saying... It's a funny way of saying they're powerful. But then it just devol- devolves into... People who stay hydrated and save the bees have big dick energy. It's like Here's with the bee emoji? With the, no, just oh, save, yeah. the, save the bees is another meme. I'm, I, it'll turn me into complaining about tweet tweets and memes. Anyways... Okay. I'm grumpy on the internet. Um, me if, too, kind of. If you don't want to hear me be grumpy, you can listen to my other podcast, We Are Watching One Piece, where I'm just sad. Actually, no, things are looking up now. It's uh, just recorded a new episode. It went up last Sunday from when we recorded this. So it's been out for a few days, and people are excited that we're not dead. We've just been busy. We each do a weekly podcast, and then we also do a uh, actual play podcast, which I'll plug right after this. Um, wow. So we are watching One Piece. You know, we talk about One Piece after watching it. They've caught up, and I'm I'm watching as I go, so it's all new to me. And after a sad 25, 30 fucking episodes... Things are happy now. Hey. You know, you have this this fun idea every time I meet a new character. It's like, wow, this character is cool. I sure do hope that uh, nothing tragic ever happened to them. And it's like, they accidentally killed the only person who ever loved them. Fuck. I'm like, thanks, One Piece. Um, It's the end of Water 7. We're heading over into Ennis Lobby, which I guess is like, the big arc everyone loves and there's a guy named frankie who's powered he's a cyborg who's powered by soda pop he like opens up opens up his chest and he has like glass soda bottles filled with coke basically they power all of his robot moves oh he's diabetes okay <laughs> that's pretty cool he's like a cool steampunk cyborg i say that because it's hard to make steampunk cool but it's like a nautical steampunk kind of thing okay i mean he's a big he's he's big daddy wilford brimley okay <laughs> yeah Excellent. <laughs> One Piece sounds awesome. It is. Um, it's on iTunes and SoundCloud and all that fun stuff. And the Twitter is We Are Watching OP, where we tweet funny One Piece related things. Then, like I mentioned, Actual Play Podcast has been out for like four weeks now almost. And um, it's actually, no, it's only like three. Um, 
It's based off of it's Kingdom Hearts inspired. It's called Interstitial or Hearts Intertwined. Uh, it was a playtest for a friend's Kickstarter, which is to make physical copies of the books, which is almost at like twice its funding goal. Holy shit! In the fr- it got funded in the first night, which in the first day, which was five thousand, yeah. and it's at like eight point seven at the moment. Two weeks later, my god! So I backed it because I want a physical copy of this book. But it just takes inspiration from like the themes and everything about Kingdom Hearts and the the game is more about like forming relationships and telling a story than it is uh combat and just saying numbers at each other, which is a detractor of a lot of systems like D and D three point five, as much as I like it. Um basically it's it's us having a good old time. If you haven't heard the trailer, I can it's a little late now, but I'm gonna spoil it for you. Someone plays Chris Angel. If you don't want to see hear someone playing Chris Angel next in a High School Musical or Power Rangers, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Hmm. But it's what what era of Power Rangers is this? Dino Rescue? RPM. Do you know what RPM is? Yeah, I watch RPM. Yeah, where it's on like a post-apocalyptic alien planet. That's the one I, I chose. Have you heard me say the Twitch Power Rangers marathon is the best week of my life? I yes. mean that. Yeah. I, it was. Inc- I watched so yeah. much of it. I definitely didn't cry. Do, 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 do you know what makes Twitch? Do you know what makes RPM even better? Hmm. It was the last season that was for Disney owning it. So they're just like, we don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. So they just went fucking. Doesn't that have like, a talking animal in it? I'm not sure. I re- I remember watching RPM the least during. <laughs> I definitely tapered off after like Mystic Force. Yeah. Once it's it gets. The fucking Hey Ya one, or uh, Outcast one. I called them Hey Ya, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's getting comfy. Um, but yeah, it's Chris Angel and Power Rangers. What more could you want? I play a Final Fantasy character, so there's that. Yeah, I don't know what... Chris Angel being a Power Ranger is just... He doesn't get to be a Power Ranger. Well, he's with the Power Rangers. Yeah, that's, so that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's fucking cool. But... Um, yeah, it's on iTunes and SoundCloud, just interstitial or hearts intertwined. You can find this podcast. You're listening to it right now, but you're still on that fucking road trip fucking half a year later. That sucks, dude. Get the <laughs> fuck out of that car. Or you just commute a lot. Maybe you're a wrestler. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, Kevin Owens. <laughs> hey, KO. If you listen to this, I love you. you uh, please you, rolling cannonball me, me. Um, and maybe, you know... Who's commuting with Kevin Owens right now? Sammy. No, he's injured. Who's commuting oh, with him right, right now? now? They are not listening to the Slammiversary episode because, I mean... I, I imagine Kevin is. Oh, Kevin Kevin probably Who's Kevin about. Owens make listen, listen to us? Uh, Tyler Breeze. T- Tyler Breeze because both their partners are injured. Tyler Breeze and Liv Morgan. <laughs> they're both... They're, oh, wait, both they're, they're all like big wrestling fans growing up and yeah. stuff like that. They're all hey, they're all sitting in the same car, going, "Man, I I miss my my uh, partners, my my better half in wrestling." <laughs> Don't worry, Liv. We'll get you some more weird lollipops so your tongue can be blue. <laughs> hey, let's put on our favorite podcast <laughs> on our way to shitty town in Indiana or whatever. <laughs> Tyler Breeze can probably appreciate our video game references. Oh, probably yeah. But if if Liv- he's definitely been walking backstage and he's accidentally like desynced his AirPods and we were making a video game reference and TJP was like, "What? What? What was that?" And he was like, "Oh no, get away!" <laughs> That's definitely happened. That's absolutely happened. That's a good dynamic we need to have four episodes about. Um, but yeah, Liv Morgan, <laughs> if you want to listen to us on your own, 
We're on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Podcasts now. We're on that now. The new program, Google Podcasts. Yeah. Okay. They have a new, like, it's not just Google Play Music anymore. Oh, so we're not just It's Google sh- Podcasts sick. is where they have it. Sick. Stitcher, all that stuff. Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast, we're the only one. You might have to search a little bit on iTunes. We figured mm-hmm. that out recently. Not sure why there's so many, like, old self-help people ahead of us. but Yeah, self-help people and just wrestling stuff. But, I mean, if you just want to listen to casual talking, you know someone who does. If you're tired of uh, going on the podcast and a mark is, is like... Kenny Omega just proved that he is better and bigger than Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and The Rock combined. I mean, we do that. It's just with Roman. <laughs> it's just ironic, though. Yeah, We're yeah. joking. They're not. Take right. that, Marks. That's that's our enemy. We need to feud with every internet Marks. Wouldn't they be Smarks? I don't know. I think they're sm- Are we Smarks? I don't Oh, I don't know anymore. I just Mark is an insult, so that's this what I'm using. I'm gonna say this right now. When I was getting back into wrestling, the lingo was the. I seriously almost stopped for a second. <laughs> I seriously almost was like, when I was looking at the fucking chart on Wikipedia, I was like, I'll never know. This is too fucking much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, Slammiversary is good. Sue Young's the best. Uh, Pentagon Junior is gonna feud with Aleister Black. At some point in the future. Brian Cage and Bobby Lashley are going to have a, a oh, bodybuilding oh, contest. Because oh. <laughs> they're both fucking jacked. Just too jacked. Just too. <laughs> you have to bench press the other person. Yeah! Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. No, they're going to be on a tag team because they're going to be like at a combined weight, all muscle, 4,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah, Impact's good. Tell your friends to listen to us because we talk about more than just Roman. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Sue Young's good. My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> Other <laughs> loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued. To be continued. Welcome to Interstitial, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play podcast. Playing a game called Interstitial. Our hearts intertwined. I'm Riley, and I'll be GMing this disaster. Names. What are your names? I didn't even ask. What are your names? Uh, I'm Edith. Hi. I'm Roxanne. And I'm Marsh. I descend in the Bugatti and say, I am the mind freak. <laughs> There's our dad. <laughs> our dad's back. Sounds like you want to force a change of location for Mr. America. I do, but I did read the first option is take something from them. So I am going to take Captain yep. America's shield. <laughs> yep. If, you're, if your question is ever, can I do some bullshit? My answer is always, <laughs> All right, I know who this is. His name is Squall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hey there, Squall. <laughs> he... 
clinches. <laughs> but it has a nobody symbol across its chest. This is like, the worst thing you've ever done. Oh no. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think you're giving Chris Angel enough credit. He's a good guy. He's doing his best. Is that a sentence you ever thought you would say? So I definitely already know Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. 